where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this, you get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair. This is not the time to get distracted. And this is not the time to go off course. This is not the time to lose your focus. Got a word to do the believers walking in the way of righteousness is now on the air our goal is to awaken you from the tradition and the errors of religion and bring you back to the simplicity of the gospel of christ if you have any questions or are in need of prayer please stay tuned until the end of the broadcast we will give you our website and our mailing address so at this time it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister brother james ware God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of radio. At this time, let me pray. Now, before I pray, let me make some announcements. Then I'll come back and pray because I want to pray when I start in the Word. Uh, I, I do want you to keep in mind, amen, we have uh, the Kingdom of God Learning Center in the metro area. And I'm going to try to mention that again, and I hope that he will call Amen, and and talk about that uh, the night coming up to the Passover, whether he will be having service. I'm almost sure he will, but nevertheless, I'll wait till he calls, uh, let me know. But I'm telling you, now, church as usual, not as usual. You know, a lot of times we go to church and we go through this ritual and this ritual that we go through would be like, uh, well, we have devotion, then after devotion, we have a prayer, then after prayer, then we take up a collection, then after collection, then we uh, uh, had a choir sing, and after hearing the choir singer, then we'll say the preacher come and give you a quick 40-minute, uh, 30-minute uh, message. And we... Uh, feel that now I have been in contact with the Lord because I did those rituals, those things. And uh, it's been like that for years and years and years. And others have decided to do a little bit different, and they may have service on this day or that day. They may do that different, and they may have... Uh, the choir singing afterward, but it still wind up being uh, the same old, same old. Let me say this, I, and I'm not just saying it 
to be saying it. I'm saying you need to go and check it out. It's 15 Blaylock Street, and I promise you that you will not see things as usual. They have a place that if you want to pray privately, you can. If you want someone to pray with you, you can. Amen. And, and, and I think, I really believe that he's being led of God according to how God have opened up the door for him and allowed him to do this. So uh, Brother Brunswick will be more than happy for you to come and get and get it journeying with the seminar, uh, whatever. And it's just not one thing. He's not hooked on one thing, just, well, you know, going to teach the blacks of the Bible and show you where you come from. And after he done talk the blacks of the Bible, you go back over. No, 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 no. He's got end time prophecies. He's going to tell you about the holy days and and other things. You say, well, why do we need to know this? Well, a lot of things we do, we do just because somebody else is doing it. We are not doing it because we know for ourselves. We don't have no scriptural foundation while we're doing half of the things that we are doing. And when you don't have scripture foundation, it's easy to get discouraged. It's easy to get uh, uh Push aside because somebody going to come and tell you something different. Trust me, today I'm going to deal with some of the things that I, I, I listen, I can deal with the criticism. I, I really can. And I'm not saying that thinking I'm more than nobody else. No, uh, I just wish some of these criticism be a positive and say, okay, well, if you show me this, then I'm coming on board with you. But they don't do that. And that's strictly up to them in the Lord. I understand. I'm, I'm not. But back to what I was saying for uh, Brother Brunswick, 15 Blaylock Street there in Hapeville, Georgia. Uh, if you get off going south, you get off on Central Avenue, make a left, come down about four red lights. But you can call him. Be more than happy to direct you in. If you're coming around 285, you get off on Forest Park. Uh, and then you make, uh, well, causing what way you're coming. Uh, but you head towards Hateville. You head uh, west once you get off um, the uh, Interstate 285. You head west, and I'm sure you will be enlightened. At least just try it a couple of times. That's all I'm saying. And, and see, won't God be a blessing to you? Because if you know what you're doing, then it will be a blessing. Uh, and a lot of don't just do stuff because everybody else is doing it. All right. Now, I thank God for those of you that I've heard from. Amen. And uh, I'm going to uh, write some of you back and everything that uh, I'm not. I don't shy away. And I got uh, some uh, three major letters that I feel that it's time for me to address. I had a, a couple of peoples to call, and uh, the couple of peoples to call, they, they, they was dealing with the dying thing. What happened when one died? Uh, the people that uh, wrote me and as well as one call was dealing with the name. Okay, 
So let me pray, and I'm going to go into that. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, I thank you. I praise you. I honor you. I ask you to lead and guide me in the direction that I might be a blessing to those that are hearing me. God, that their eyes of understanding might be enlightened and that they may go forth and do and be that which you would have me to do and be. And, Father, we just praise you. We honor you for this opportunity, this time that you have allotted me to be able to speak to your peoples. And I thank you. I praise you. I honor you. In Jesus the Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. Uh, I thank God again for those of you that took the time out to write and to, you say, well, you, you, you thanking, but you finna criticize it all. You finna, no, I'm not. I'm only going to speak on why I'm doing what I'm doing. Now, the reason I say I'm doing what I'm doing is because of the fact of what God have called and chose me to do. And the letters, the two letters, the three letters, I'm sorry, that, and the phone call, they said, well, brother, well, we enjoy your broadcast, but you're using the wrong name. And they, they so caught up on uh, me using the name one brother. I thank God for you. Amen. But I will be writing you as well back uh, uh, I just hadn't got around to it because uh, this week, I thank God for those uh, saints in Louisiana. Amen. It was a blessing for me to be in Lafayette and thank God for uh, the ones that came down from uh, uh, Providence, Louisiana. Amen. Just thank God for that, what God is doing. Amen. But why I believe, believers, in the name of Jesus the Christ or Emmanuel. Now, I believe that to be truth. Now, I know that some of you may say, well, no, Brother Ware, you, 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 you got to understand that the Bible, the words was uh, translated and this and that, and, and Brother Ware, you got to understand that the J was not added uh, until between four and 500 years ago when the J was added. And uh, you may be right in that, okay? I'm not arguing that, but the Bible teaches me in this, in 2 Timothy, uh, the third chapter, and around the 16th verse. And I believe this, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable a doctrine to, for reproof, correction, and instruction in righteousness. See, I, I, I believe that. I really do. I believe that. And you say, well, uh, that sounds good, but Brother Ware, that's just one scripture, okay? Let me give you another one that I believe. And that was found in Second uh, uh, Peter, I believe it is. Second Peter 1 and 20. Knowing first that no uh, prophecy 
prophecy of scripture is any private interpretation. Okay, here's what I want to tell you. Okay, yes, you may be right. It was the why wasn't this and uh, I mean, I'm sorry, the the J was only added four or five hundred years ago. And uh, there are some other things that you do that wasn't ad- that wasn't the same four or five hundred years ago. But I'm telling you that what worked for James S. Ware Sr., which is me, I had a rejected life uh, as an individual. I was living contrary to the will and the plan of God or anybody else. I did what I thought was right. And one day I picked up a track that said, this is your life. And after I had talked to this other man uh, that witnessed to me and asked me, were you ready to die? And I said, man, ain't nobody ready to die. Death, we don't know, and so on and so on. But what happened then is my conscience was awakened. Now, you say, well, wait a minute, that was, you had never been? Uh, listen, I had went to Jehovah Witness. I had visited that only because it was a young lady I wanted to talk to, and she invited me. And at that time, if you wasn't a part of them, I don't know what to do now. You could not uh, talk to them. And because I was a black man, and a real black man, not just black in, 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 in uh, color-wise, but a black man. And they say, man, you need to get into the Muslims. So as a young teenager, late teenager, early 20s, they, I got into and started listening to the teaching of Islam. And I began to see that this... Uh, teaching that they had sounded good for the natural man, but it didn't do nothing to me as a spiritual man. But, and, and I'm just speeding through it, but when it came to grips and I heard uh, Pastor Jones says that you have to repent of your sins and ask Jesus as Lord to come into your life. He came into my life, did. I did that, and I had nothing, nothing, no attitude of what I had from the beginning. I don't remember age, brothers and sisters, of drinking uh, alcohol, legal and illegal. I don't remember an age in doing that. And all of a sudden, I had a mindset that if I, just like one would spit, I didn't even have a desire anymore to drink any alcohol. Uh, I didn't have a mind anymore to do illegal drugs or whatever at the time. I didn't know what happened. Only thing I knew that I knew he had brought a transformation in my life. And in the process, I couldn't read. In the time when I came along uh, 
in all black school, uh, the teachers really put just sent you through. If you wasn't a child that was really trying to progress and you was just there and to keep you if you was a couple of years behind and to just keep you being the oldest kid in the class and going on and on, they just put you through whether you could read or whatever. And I remember sitting on the couch as though it was yesterday. I said, God, why would you transform my life and save me? And I can't even read this Bible that my mama had, and I picked it up, and I couldn't even read in the beginning God created heaven and earth. And in the process of me doing that, I cried tears. And it's like I'm talking to you, open up the Bible again, and all of a sudden I could read in the beginning God created heaven and earth. And I began to want to read the whole Bible so I can find my direction of what the God, this God, wanted me to do. So I remember doing that. I saw the transformation. Somebody said, yeah, Brother Ware, uh, but that was good. That was all well and good, but you didn't know any better. You was a babe. And see, here's the problem, my brothers and sisters, that when I was um, uh, following uh, this people, I was in turn following uh, whatever I felt good and whatever I thought that was right, and I was doing it. But all of a sudden now I had a different concept. I had a concept about what I was doing, and I had a conviction about what I was doing that I just couldn't believe that that transformation was taking place. And all of a sudden, I decided that I want to be something that I didn't even know of. And I thought, now, Lord, I hear all these people saying Jehovah was the way, and Islam, they were saying uh, Islam was the way, and I said, I just don't know what way. And I had a, a man God led me to, and the man says, I want you to understand that you need to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins and receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And in the process, I felt compelled to do so. And doing it, it took me a higher heights and a deeper depth. It took me in a position that I was really trying to grab hope and do what I knew the direction was. Now, listen, I found myself at that time, man, knowing that God had a calling in my life. It just wasn't just a regular calling that I had to do something. I said, God, I can't do nothing because of the fact that I just uh, really trying to find out what the scripture says. And in the process, the Lord let me know. And I said, well, if you put it in somebody's mind, somebody that don't know me and tell me that you calling me to do a work, then I'll do it. Guess what? 
I went to the grocery store, and this lady said, excuse me, uh, pastor. And I said, no, ma'am, I'm not a preacher. She said, where are you going to be? I said, oh, that was just uh, a lucky guess. That's, those are the words I use. In the process, I said, Lord, I can't, I can't go on that. I, I, I need to know. I'm asking you to reveal it to me. Well, in the process following that, uh, this friend of mine that was going to the church, he said, Bro, well, I want you to understand God calling you to preach. I said, man, God ain't calling me to do nothing. He said, yes, he is. And I'm telling you that he showed it to me that he was calling you. That's why he called you out of sin. I no, 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 um, not me. And then I went to bed and I dreamed that I was preaching in Greenville Memorial at that time, auditorium. And I was telling people, y'all looking for Satan to be with the red pitchfork and the red tail and so on. And I was showing them this is the real Satan. And I was showing them how that this handsome guy was the devil. And of course, I said, no, no, that was on my mind. And because it was on my mind, then that's why I believed it that. Well, as faith would have it, uh, Brother Wilson asked me to come to a revival. Somebody asked him to come to a revival. Uh, and the guy was from Fort Payne, Alabama, and he was running a tent revival in 1976. And he asked me, Please come and go with me. And I said, bruh, I don't want to go. He said, we ain't, we're not having church, so come on, go with me. I said, all right, I'll go. I, he kept on at me, and I went. Guess what? In the midst of this man's sermon, he stopped, and he says, the Lord have put upon me that somebody sitting here is called to preach, but they don't want to go to preach because of their education, because of their speech. They are not able to speak like they feel they should. He said, but God is saying, as he told Moses, open your mouth and I'll speak for you. And at that time, I said, man, I wish this guy would. He stopped preaching and, and asked us to stand. He said, come on to the altar. And I said, I wish they hurry up and get to the altar. And in the process, he in turn said, I could call you out. He said, but I'm not. And I bowed my head. He said, I'm going to pray, and I'm going to let the Spirit of God bring you up. And when I bow my head, I in turn, my head got so heavy, and I thought I just took one step, and I was at the altar crying. And, of course, from that time to this day, I have no doubt that the Lord called me to minister. Now, you say, but, Brother Ware, you still ain't told us about the name. Well, guess what? I realize my name is James Ware, but guess what? They have called me uh, I, Daddy. My children call me Daddy. My grandchildren call me Papa. Uh, my older peoples where I was raised would call me Rooster, and the teachers in school would call me Stanley, and I can go on and on, and my truck driver's friend would call me Thoroughbred. And all this, all these names, I answered to it. Now, why did I answer to them? Because I knew that they was talking to me. 
I knew that it was addressing me. They might have not know my birth name, but it wasn't it was not a significant thing for them to know because they was communicating with me. Now, the Bible teaches me in the book of Matthews, in the book of Matthews, the seventh chapter and around the 11th verse, it said, If ye being evil know how to give good gift to your children, how much more shall your Father, which is in heaven, uh, uh, give good gift to the thing. You say, well, wait a minute. They ain't talking about a thing. Wait a minute. To them that ask him. Here's what I'm saying. If, the, if I know how to answer being evil folk, if I knew what to say and, uh, to respond when somebody was responding to me, yes, they might have didn't know the right name. They said, but wait a minute. Brother Webb, that's, that's don't even hold weight. You should find out what the Greek and what the Hebrew. If you want to find out what the Greek and the Hebrew, then start studying Greek and Hebrew. Don't just grab hold to one name to make yourself seem superior because you can say Yahshua, or you can say Yahweh, or you can say Yach, or you can say all the other names. I can go down the list of the names. It's not making you... The love of God in your heart will transform an individual and will cause them to know the direction that you would be, you should go. If you're not having the love of God and you're not seeking God's will and God's plan, there and learning this name and that name is not going to help you. I'm sorry. Yes, it's good that you want to learn the Greek. You want to go further and learn Arabic. You want to go a little further and you want to uh, learn the other languages. I'm not knocking that. I'm having a problem trying to deal with English. And I know who delivered me. It was the name of Jesus Christ or Jesus the Christ that delivered me. Now, it's many Jesus, but the Christ is who delivered me from sin, who called me to preach. So guess what? I'm not trying to uh, uh, put anyone else down. I'm just trying to show the love of God that's in me that I can share it abroad to those that's walking in, in, in darkness. It's all about the love of God for that individual to be converted. That's what it's about. And that's where I'm at. yes. You can write me and you can tell me that I'm not using the proper language, and you have that right. But I have the right to say what delivered me, what saved me, what called me out of sin. And I know, yes, the Bible, the Old Testament, and the New calling me Manuel. You say that's just a title. But Emmanuel is saying God with me. He said he shall be called Emmanuel in the Old Testament as well as in the New Testament. So I don't have a problem with calling him that. I don't have a problem with you calling him Yahshua. I'm not condemning that. No, no, I'm not condemning. But learn more than just a name because you still got John. You still got uh, uh, Joshua. You still got all the other J's in the Bible that you don't have a problem with. So if you want to show yourself superior and that anointing of God is upon you,
to bring people to the knowledge, then show forth the love of God and learn, set up a class like Dr. Brunswick, say that God gave him the idea to teach the holy days, the, the, the things that he's doing. Set up a class. Set it up and show with the love of God and see won't God allow certain peoples to be a part. Who knows? He might tell me to go apart. Say, yep, you done did one thing. Now I want you to do another. But for me changing this name, it would have to take the Lord. So writing me and calling me is not going to get me to move from that. I'll be back in a couple of minutes, and I'll go back into this other part that I was going to talk on. God you. Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. Please call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, welcome back, Brother Ware. Well, we are back. Amen. We thank God for you, you, especially you, joining us, amen, by Facebook, and as well as those that are joining us by radio, amen. We thank God for you. 
Amen. I, I don't want nobody to think that I was trying to be arrogant, uh, self-centered, but I, I can't take down on what God did for me. That's the most important part. Just like I wouldn't want you to take down on what was done for you. Amen. If, if God want to carry you to a higher height, trust me, that same God that saved you will begin to minister to you if you will allow him now. I know a lot of times we don't allow. And, uh, well, I, I, I'm going to be through with that. <laughs> I'm going to be through with that. Now, the next thing I got again, uh, I don't got a lot of phone calls and some mail on this. Uh, we, we thank God again. I thank God for you writing. Thank God for you calling. Amen. Uh, some way, somehow, the people have took this chapter and built on the wrong thing. Oh, yeah, let me, I forgot to call. Anyone, uh, question or comment, you can reach us by dialing 404-355-8699 or 1-866-923-2860. Uh, that's one 1-8- Six six uh nine two three two eight six oh or four oh four three five five eight six nine nine question uh come in I don't wanna leave that out amen and and I thank God for uh those of you that have been corresponding to me amen we thank God for what God is doing now uh we have some believers, and they are basically confused. Uh, that's the best way I can put it. They are confused. And the reason I say they are confused on the, what happened when a person dies, they say is that the body go back, and this is why they feel that the uh, mother, their brother, their sister, their father, and on and on is looking down on them. That's not true. That's not true. I'm sorry. That's not what the scripture teaches. If we just do a little bit research, and the Bible says line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little, there a little. So what I had to do was go and search the scriptures to let you see what the scriptures were saying. When a person died, listen, to those of you that are in the Lord, you died today. You don't die. You died out of sin if you really converted. You died out of sin by asking Christ to be Lord of your life, not because you repeated after somebody. Now, I don't go along with that because if you repeat after me and you say what I said, that doesn't mean it's in your heart. The Bible declared that a broken and a contrite heart, God will not despise. So you got to have, this got to be coming from you. And the only way that one could be converted is Christ called them. The Father drawed him. The Bible said no man can come unto Christ except he or she be drawn. Okay? So the person must be drawn by the conviction, I, I, I promise you, I know we see so much stuff now 
We, uh, these folks, you don't know whether they save or not save the way they're acting and the way they're carrying themselves. They act like this is it, that they are living for today. But let me say this. It is after death, it is a judgment. Hebrews 9, 27 say, it is appointed unto a man to die. And after this is judgment. Now, they read in the 16th chapter of the book of Luke, and they read that Jesus was speaking to the Pharisees that, uh, around him, and he was telling them the story about Lazarus and the rich man. Uh, uh, and the rich man, the Bible made it uh, that when they heard it, they made it look like, well, the rich man he had all this good stuff on earth, so therefore now he got to die and go to hell. No, ma'am, no, sir. That's not scripture. Now, you say, but wait a minute, brother, where is there? And surely Christ could not lie. Now, before, I want you to understand, before the resurrection of Christ, the crucifixion and the resurrection of Christ, when people died, they went, everybody went to hell or Sheol or the grave or however how you want it, okay? Now, before that resurrection uh, took place, they didn't have the, the uh, prepared place for a prepared, well, they had a prepared place for the prepared people, yes. But remember, when you read the story, you see that when the rich man died, uh, he said, uh, I'm sorry, when, yeah, when the rich man died, he said, if you could just send Lazarus for my, I'm, I'm in torment. Now, wait a minute, believers. I want you to think, before I even go into the scriptures, I want you to think, if there was, uh, you already been judged, you already been in uh, hell, it wouldn't, it wouldn't serve a purpose to have a resurrection. It wouldn't serve a purpose for peoples that was in, in Abraham's bosom at that time uh, and they couldn't get to that group, it wouldn't, it wouldn't even serve a purpose. But remember, and I know then they said, and, and I got in one of the letters as well as the sister called me. I'm not going to call her name, but I almost called her name. But she called and said, but Brother Ware, what you going to do about the thief on the cross? Jesus said, this day that thou shalt be with me in paradise. Now here's a short way, and I'm going to give you scriptures as well. Here's a short way of letting you know. Here we look at things on this side because we are in time. When we move from this side, the Bible said the, uh, the, when a man dies, the spirit goes back to God, meaning the breath. The breath that that man that God put in blew the breath of life into that man. He became a living soul. That man's breath goes back to God that give it. Okay, he, I don't care. You can hook a machine up. You can hook this up. You can hook that up. Don't matter. Ain't nothing going to keep that man alive. And if, if we could keep somebody alive, we could make a man. We can make robots, but we can't make a man. We would be doing the same thing. We would take some kind of breath, but we don't have the breath of God. So when that individual dies... God takes the breath back. We, in turn, plant that person 
whether he was planted in the sea or whether he was planted in uh, wherever, uh, in the ground, in memorial garden or whatever. I, I done lost a mother, father, grandfather, grandmother, and so on and so on. And even uh, uh, my, my first wife died and the second wife died. Amen. So, uh, but they are, they are not in what we call heaven. They are not, um, because the Bible say, listen, uh, and I'm going to give you a couple of scriptures right quick, and then we'll move from that. It says, in uh, 1 Corinthians the uh, 15th chapter, I know some of you are familiar with it, and uh, you can read the whole thing when you get a chance, but I'm just going to read so, uh, the latter part to bring my point home. It says this, so also is the resurrection of the dead. It is sown in corruption and is raised in incorruption. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power, okay? It is sown a natural body. When it was sown, it was a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. There is a natural body and a, is a spiritual body, okay? Now, here's what happened, believers. When you, if I died today, God forbid, but if today is my day, my family or my children uh, that remain will go and, and uh, plant me in the memorial garden or somewhere. Guess what? My spirit that left goes back to God. I still got to be resurrected. I know we often quote the scripture about being resurrected. We often say this in every film that you went to, every film, you know what the man says, looking for that glorious day of the resurrection when the sound of the trump will sound. Now, we see that every time we go, and then preachers love to misquote this, but they quote it anyway, and you hear them saying this. Uh, in, I'm, I'm turning to it while I'm talking to you. In Thessalonians, when we, uh, I'll be there in a second. Please forgive me. I got a new Bible. I ain't as fast with this one as I am with my old one. All right. But in First uh, Thessalonians, uh, the fourth chapter, okay? Fourth chapter and around the 15th verse, it says, um... For this we say unto you, the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain uh, unto the coming of our Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with the shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we which remain 
I'm sorry, then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together in them in the cloud and to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Now, I know that the, some of the church, and I'm not dealing with them, they got that, uh, wait a minute. We're going in the rapture, and we're going to go in the rapture and come back. That's why I said some of you should go in the end-time prophecy message when Dr. Brunswick is teaching. He gives line upon line, precept upon precept, and allow you to see what the Scripture is saying there in 15 Blaylock Street. Now, I'm not just saying that as an appetite. I'm saying you really need to see because God is really opening some of your eyes up. Now, the people want to use this. They want to say, well, brother, well, you know, uh, uh, you still ain't told us how uh, Lazarus was in one place, and, 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 and the Lord, we know the Lord could not uh, tell a story, could not tell a falsehood, so you still need to tell us then how this, okay, now here's what happened, and, and I got to rush through it because I ain't got the time that I spent the first half on the other. Here's what happened then. Before Christ, you remember reading in the book of Hebrew when he died, the veil was rent, and you can read that in Matthews, the, that the veil was rent, it, it, it became, and then he told you that this is, my blood is the New Testament, and so on. Other words, we was changing our era. Now, the saints that was planted then, before then, they, everybody went to a place. But guess what? Now, they took it to another level. Because, listen, when they died, and, and when Christ died, and because he said, this day thou should be with me in paradise, you can read it in your Bible in Acts the twenty seventh chapter, and around the fifty second verse. It says, "And the graves were open, and many of the bodies of the saints which slept arose and came out of the grave after the resurrection, and went to the holy city and appeared to many." Now, wait a minute. A lot of preachers at that time, back then, was preaching that the resurrection had already took place. No, it was those saints that Peter talked about was bound in hell. I've heard these preachers, I heard these, uh, 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 what you call it, preacher, uh, uh, men's of faith preachers or whatever. They was talking about Jesus went to hell and sat the captive free. Well, they partly right, partly. Now, they, he didn't go to uh, the grave was the hell, the, uh, but it's no longer that the saints of God goes anywhere, believers. When, if you are saved, you don't die. No, sir, no, ma'am. You sleep away. It's just like you went to sleep and you wake up and that would be at the day of judgment. Now, when you went to sleep last night, those that went to sleep or you took a nap today, and somebody immediately woke you up and asked you what time it is, you couldn't tell them. 
Why? Because you had no knowledge of anything. When people go to have an operation, they, they put them to sleep, they cut on them, they do whatever they need to do, and they wake up. The only thing they know they saw from the cut, they don't remember. So what, what you're saying, Brother Ware, there is no remembrance of why you sleep. Can't nobody tell me, man, I was sleeping, I remember this and I remember that. While I was sleeping, no, you might have been half asleep. But when you were asleep, you didn't remember nothing. So as it was, those saints, my uh, mother, my father, my grandfather, grandmother, and so on and so on, all my loved ones, if they closed their eyes, when the, when the breath went back to God that given, these peoples went to sleep. And they're waiting. There is no time. When you walk out, when you call, leave the earth, and uh, when you depart, when the spirit depart out of your body, back to God to give it the breath, you no longer are in a time zone. Because the Bible teaches us that one day to man is as a thousand years to God. And think about it. We got peoples all over this universe all over this world, uh, this earth. And in the midst of it, people are dying every day. And I used to wonder, according to Revelation, that the scripture declared that uh, I looked, I, John, saw a number that no man could number. And I say, you know what? I didn't understand it then, but I can understand it now with my 60-plus years around I done seen a lot of people leave here that I know, not including the people that I didn't know uh, right here in Georgia, South Carolina, or Louisiana, or whatever, whatever. Peoples are dying. They are leaving here, but they are only sleep believers. And those that slave that they brought over in the midst and they just throwed them off the ship because they couldn't let them stay on the ship, they would have infected the other one. Guess what? The fish might have ate them up, but they was planted in the sea. That's why the Bible said, and the sea gave up the dead, which were in them. And death delivered up the dead, which were in it. You say, well, that's just a saying, brother. Well, all right, we better go on and um, uh, give you scripture on that before my time ran out, because I don't want anyone to think, that I'm trying to give you an opinion. I'm only trying to help those of you. Don't be fooled. Don't allow people to say, my mother is looking down on you. I know that's soothing for some people. I know that may be soothing, and, think, and I've heard preachers turn around and say that, and then turn around and read about the resurrection, uh, the coming of the Lord. So you can't do one of the other. You can't do both of them. You either got to be with the Lord or you're not got. If you're already with the Lord, why would you have to raise from the grave? Why would you raise from the grave if you're already with the Lord? If Lazarus wasn't in the grave, guess what? Uh, 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 Jesus uh, would have been calling in vain when he was asleep or dead. As I say, but the, but the Bible let us know that the dead in Christ going to rise first. And we which remain, uh, oh, yeah, I was finna give it a scratch. See, I forgot. In Revelation 
the 20th chapter, and uh, it says, uh, uh, and I saw the uh, I saw the great white throne judgment. Okay, let's go on down. I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the book was opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life, and the death were judged, the dead was judged out of those things which was written in the book according to their work. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, uh, and death and hell delivered up the dead. They said, wait a minute, them folks didn't know, hold up, brother, well, no, 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 no. Death and hell is the grave, folks. Don't take my word for it, look it up. The grave, grave gave up the dead which was in them, okay? Uh, uh, well, it was, uh, and death in hell was cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. That's the part that you want to miss, okay? And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into a lake of fire. Oh, brothers and sisters, I pray that I awaken you in some area to let you know, listen, when you prepare to meet God by repenting of your sins, by making Jesus the Christ, if you want to say Yahshua, I don't have a problem with it, but whatever, make him Lord of your life and surrender your life in order to do that which he would have you to do. And the first thing he would have you to do is love ye one another. The second thing he would have you to do is to live holy. If you are not doing that, it doesn't matter what kind of gift, what kind of what you have, you're missing the point. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Father, we honor you. And God, I ask you to bless those that are listening to the words that were spoken today. God, that it might awaken them and cause them to be the vessels that you have caused them, chose them to be. We thank you. We praise you. We, I honor you. In Jesus to Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. Listen, I would love for you to be a part of our Saturday uh, morning. Sabbath at, listen, at 12 noon. To those of you in the Louisiana area at 11 o'clock, we on Facebook, or FaceTime. I'm sorry, Facebook, whatever you want to call it, whatever. Tune in with us. We have an hour coming from our uh, designated watchman study guide. Please tune in us and listen. It will be a blessing. To those of you that never visit our website, we ask you to visit Brother Ware, Brother James Ware, I'm sorry, dot org. That's Brother James Ware dot org. We would love for you to visit our website or if you want to, you have the freedom to call me at 404-293-7557. I promise you on next week I have the uh, address and the telephone number to those of you that would love to visit uh, the Kingdom of God Learning Center in the metro area here in Atlanta, Georgia. We thank God for you. Looking forward to hearing from you. Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problems you think you have. All you need 
is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you. Praise the Lord. I pray that the message that you just heard was an eye-opener and a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message and many of our other messages, please log on to our website, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Now, if you have a desire to contact Brother Ware for special prayer or just to be a blessing to our program, you may write a letter to P.O. Box 232, Easley, South Carolina, 29641. That's Brother James Ware, P.O. Box 232, Easley, E-A-S-L-E-Y, South Carolina, 29641. Please include the station that you heard him on. And remember, we are praying that you grow to higher heights and a deeper depth in the Lord. Remember, Ephesians 1.18. May the Lord bless you. It's too important to give up for anything. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this, you get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair.